1: everyone and welcome in to today's podcast. I'm your host Stacey Cole Morgan. Here on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about my top three Call of Duty League opening weekend matches from February 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'm going to give you my top three out of the entire weekend. And also we're talking about the GOAT Tom Brady, calling it a career after 22 seasons here in the NFL. And what this means for the Atlanta Falcons going forward with not only just Tom Brady's retirement, but also New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton announcing his retirement before Tom Brady. So the any further delay, let's go get straight into today's action. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and dive deep into the water right here. Coming in number one for my CDL opening weekend matches is none other than the New York Subliners taking on the Seattle Surge. This is definitely a match where I believe the chemistry with both teams are really strong with one another. Like you got Mac on the Seattle surge, who I think should definitely still been a NYSL is carrying the Seattle surge, AKA luminosity to now a new heights. And this is definitely great for this organization, but also you got on the other side of the, the ring, The three ring club, Clayster and Crim6. You definitely got that duo that can really cause some havoc and, you know, make you pay for your mistakes. The reason why I have this match at number one is because of the Seattle Surge. They looked fantastic in their CDO kickoff classic presentation, even making it to a grand final for the first time in CDO history. After three, what now it's going to be three seasons. Here in the third season, you finally made it to a grand final on a Sunday. That's very impressive for a group that really has no chemistry whatsoever. Two vets, two rookies. You know, that's very impressive. And also, New York Subliners definitely had a great debut as well for the CDL Kickoff Classic. Coming in at number two, ladies and gentlemen, I am taking the Atlanta Phase versus the L.A. Thieves. Why do I have this at number two? Because the Atlanta Fades really needs to rebound from that loss against the Seattle Surge and the kickoff classic. And the L.A. Thieves definitely need to rebound from their loss, I believe, against the Toronto Ultra. Both teams are definitely in a great position this year to definitely make a run for a major one, major two, three or four championship and also the world title pretty much. But there's still a lot of growing pains, but the Atlanta phase, I feel like since they didn't make any sort of changes within the the roster or the coaching staff, you know, this team is fine. They just got to work out the early kinks, find out what's what's wrong in their gameplay, and they're going to be fine, just like the certain situation like they were back in last season when it was Black Ops Cold War. Every team was figuring out. And then towards that mid to late season, boom, they changed things up. Teams couldn't figure them out. And they won world champs. Ellie Thieves, on the other hand, you got, of course, you got Envoy. You got Sam Octane, you know, just to name those two right there. That's an impressive team, especially with Sam Octane as your main captain. And from what I've seen with his CDO kickoff classic performance in POV's, he's not missing no shots this weekend. I'm I'm sorry, but he he is he's going to be laser focused, especially going to go, going up against the Atlanta phase. And my number third match of the entire weekend, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than the Minnesota rocker taking on Optic Texas. This is a match where I believe this rivalry is going to be huge this season, and why I say that is because Minnesota Rocker, back during the Black Ops Cold War season, I believe it was a sim, if I'm not mistaken, with the Rocker who clutched up in that one v three situation against you know Optic Chicago, which is you know a totally different team, but still is Optic branding with Scump and all them in it and Dashy. But after clutching up that 1v3, Minnesota Rocker took the POV from Optic Chicago and put it on their timeline and, you know, ha ha, you know, you suck, you know, what whatever kind of stuff like that. And then Hanks reached out and said, hey, look, you know, I know everybody's got their like, you know, trash talking moments and stuff like that. But this went way too far. You know, my boys fight super hard, and train hard every single day. You know, this is unacceptable. And then, of course, a few days went on. And then, of course, the Minnesota Rocker did publicly, publicly apologize. So, I think that rivalry is still going to happen this year. But me personally, I'm going to take Optic Texas in this situation. I think they're a better team overall. But for the Minnesota Rocker side of things, I believe Standy is going to be the stand-up player for that series. And going back to the other matches, I'm gonna take FaZe over LA Thieves. And I'm gonna take the Seattle Surge over the New York subliners. And of course, this entire weekend, every team is earning CDO points. This is online qualification matches. I do hate that it's online, it should be in a neutral location, like it was back in the CWL, whenever it was Black Ops 4. You know, your qualifying matches was on land. Again, at a neutral location, you know, you do it for Group A qualification, do B, Group B qualification, then you do a mixed qualification, you take a week off, boom, you're at the LAN tournament for like CWL Anaheim or something like that. that. That should have been the format this season, but hey, you know, I'm not in charge. Hopefully next season something like that can happen. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to switch gears on over to the GOAT, known as Tom Brady. He's retiring after 22 seasons here in the NFL, and guys, let me tell you, it's been a great career for him. He really has worked to the top. I know some people may say he cheated his way to the top, and I can agree on some of that things, (laughs) but... Me as being as a Falcons fan, definitely that Super Bowl fifty-one was a little too bit rigged in my situation for the Patriots. But however, at the end of the day, it's seven rings for Tom Brady. He's called in the career. No quarterback is gonna do what Tom Brady has done. Period. Like there's gonna be like Patrick Mahomes might come close, but other than that. That's it. We're now in a new era where it's the Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allens, the Joe Burrow versus the Lamar Jacksons, the Justin Herbert versus Justin Fields kind of things. You know, we, we're we're in a comfortable situation. Trevor Lawrence versus Mac Jones situations like the NFL is in good hands with these rookie quarterbacks right here. But now after that, you know, of course that's going to be a different timestamp of when the Falcons are going to have to go for a quarterback. But for right now, your oldest quarterback, I believe is one. I believe it's Aaron Rodgers, And the second would be Matt Ryan. But as far as like your active passing leader, it's definitely Matt Ryan sitting at 58,735 passing yards. So he is currently the active leader and could pass Ben Roethlisberger now. For, believe, fourth all-time. Yeah, fourth all-time. So definitely Matt Ryan is in a great position this year to re- to do it all. He really is. In the NFC. The NFC, honestly, I would say is more weaker now than ever because, you know, you got Russ looking to get out of Seattle. Aaron Rodgers might make a move to the AFC. Uh, Tom Brady retiring. Sean Payton definitely retired as a head coach. So the NFC South, honestly, is ours. Like, Vegas, I believe, has us now as, like, legit favorites for the NFC South this coming year. And I don't blame them because look at it. You know, you're the only great quarterback left in this division because who else is there? You got Drew. um, Kyle Trask for the Buccaneers. You got Ian Book for the New Orleans Saints. And you got Sam Darnold for the Carolina Panthers who really cannot stay healthy, and and if he does have a rhythm, that rhythm dies within like two to three weeks, and Matt Ryan is with the Atlanta Falcons. So Matt Ryan definitely is going to win this division this year, I do believe. You can time stamp this video, podcast, whatever, and say, all right, you know, this time next year, I'm going to come back and say, all right, you were wrong or you're right. I'm just saying that Matt Ryan is in a great position this year to win the NFC South and he'll honestly win the entire NFC. I think with the coaching changes that has happened and the personnel, like first like talent goes, it's going to get better. Like Arthur Smith has already addressed a few little things as far as like free agency goes with the offensive line. Coaching staff, we've hired the running backs coach from Chicago. So definitely that is a great addition right there. And our run game was okay this year, or this past year. It wasn't like, uh, who was the number one? I, I forget who the number one running back team was. But still, like we had a solid run game. We just couldn't establish it in a lot of these games with Mike Davis. But with Cordell Patterson, oh, yeah, you're, you're fixing to get your yardage. So, but with Sean Payton and Tom Brady retiring, and this leaves the NFC South wide open, definitely, again, this is going to be the year for Matt Ryan to honestly blow out the charts, score some touchdowns and everything. And I, And I believe he can deliver. I really believe he can deliver. Um, for as far as like the Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints, they're definitely in rebuild mode now. Like Bruce Arians losing the GOAT. You got you got Kyle Trask, but he's only set one year behind Tom Brady. And that, that one year could be proven to be enough, but will it be enough to where you could go up against Matt Ryan? For New Orleans Saints the Saints Saint really had a solid starting quarterback to to show Ian Book the the ins and outs of quarterbacking and how to perfect that, that certain position. You know, Ian Book's just going to have to go in there and like, okay, well, you know, let's get at it and see if I win a game today. And then you got Sam Darnold, who really, again, cannot stay healthy, cannot. Really do anything and if he does get momentum. It only lasts for about a week or two. So guys, again, yeah. Time stamp it right here, right now. I'm saying that the Atlanta Falcons will be your 2022-23 NFC South champions. We go into the playoffs. And I'm going to leave it as that. I'm not going to say anything further than just NFC South champs. So, again, guys, I hope y'all enjoy. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Here on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, please leave me a five-star rating. They've added the new feature onto the platform, so it definitely would mean a lot for a five-star rating here on the podcast. But until then, guys, I, Camorgan, catch you all later.
0: Peace.